broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studio in Chicago, Illinois, it's time for Chicago Business Radio. Brought to you by FirmSpace, your private sanctuary for productivity and growth. To learn more, go to firmspace.com. Now, here's your host. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Chicago Business Radio. I'm your host, Max Cantor, and before we jump into the show today, I just want to thank our sponsor, FirmSpace. Without them, we could not be sharing these important stories that we do. And speaking of important stories, I'm excited to talk to our guest today. She is the director of Agency Abron. Please welcome to the show, Vanessa Abron. Welcome to the show, Vanessa. Thank you for having me. Of course. Thanks for being here. So let's dive right in. Uh, tell me a little bit about Agency Abram. What do you guys do? Well, Max, you caught me at a great time. Um, so Agency Abram um, is a creative direction company. Um, we started primarily doing public relations, um, helping agencies and businesses and things of that nature with their public relations initiatives, especially getting them into media. Um, And since then, we've expanded beyond that. So that also includes event management and development, um, consultations, creative direction, um, concept development, and things of that nature. So I saw that you yourself uh, used to be an artist. Is that that right? That is incorrect. I am currently an artist. (laughs) Uh, You you did get me there. Yes, of course, you're currently an artist. So how did you kind of pivot from maybe doing the arts 100% to then doing what you do now? Oh, my gosh. (laughs) That's a loaded question. But let me see how I can make this really quickly. Um, So growing up as a kid, my parents put me in dance and music lessons, and I carried that over into high school college, I wanted to focus more on the development of the music business, did work in music um, right after college and right when I was in grad school working with an agency called Shrewd Marketing um, Shrewd Marketing and Promotions, where we did um, marketing for Def Jam, Interscope, Bad Boy, um, Virgin, to name a few. Um, the record industry had took a pivot and it was recommended that I should explore PR. And when I was in college, when I was an undergrad, a PR teacher said the same thing. So I was like, I need to give it a try. Started working in public relations um, full-time. After that, working at agencies like Robert Shanwick and Helen Olton. Then I um, transitioned to working um, with Ebony uh, Magazine. Well, actually it was Johnson Publishing Company, which had Ebony Jet, Ebony Magazine, Jet Magazine, and Fashion Fair Cosmetics. So working with the magazine, got in touch with the music industry again um, because a lot of the artists that were on different labels were working to get interviews in Ebony and Jet magazine. So kind of got my feet wet again there, Um, especially working um, red carpet events and things of that nature for the um, publication. So that sparked my interest again. After that, I did a quick um, corporate stint before transitioning into um, being an independent um, consultant. And from there, I started to attract a lot of other artists and just organically, the artists within me started to get revived again. Wow. Vanessa, that that's a crazy cool story. And if you I don't know if you have a Wikipedia page or not, but if you did, it would be huge. You've done (laughs) so much in your career. And it's very cool to see how kind of each step in your career has led you to what you do now. Yeah, I mean, and I don't have a Wikipedia page. I think you can't start your own Wikipedia page. 
from what I heard. I don't know, but no. So if you want to go start one for me, go for it. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> so uh, for agency, Abram, uh, who is your ideal client? Oh my gosh. So that's a really good question. And I really was just talking to a friend of mine earlier today about how I really want to make sure that everyone knows that agency Abram isn't for everyone. Um, first and foremost, while this may sound very um, esoteric, I I just like to connect with uh, other individuals that we kind of have like a this this connection that you can't quite put your finger on, if that makes sense. Um, so it's usually like you have like this synergy that is that you can't quite describe. And that is very important to me. I like to have cust- I like to have clients um, that's looking for a relationship as opposed to, oh, give me, I'm gonna give you my money and you execute this and that's it. Like I really um, want um, my clients to feel like they're part of a family. So for example, um, just this past summer, I had a client, she is a musician and she did a listening event um, in LA. I was there and I helped her with it. And when I was there, like her friends and family mentioned to me that although I had known her for only a year, our connection seemed like it was one that we have for years and years and years. And that is, and that, and that meant a lot to me that I would like for, to have that connection with my clients. Um, But I'm also looking for those, if we're going to, so that's the esoteric, you know, fluffy, but very important aspect of it. But also I'm looking for clients that's looking for non-traditional ways of meeting their goals. Um, So and actually just thinking about exploring, you know, exploring outside of the box and re- willing to take some risk while also combining that with some traditional means as well. So you mentioned goals. What are some goals that your clients have brought to you? So some examples of those. Well, most most importantly, everyone wants to get more visibility. Mm. And that's different for every person. Every Everybody every company, every brand, they want more exposure. They want more visibility. And what that looks like is very different for each client. Um, So one client may want more followers on social media and so, or some was somebody, but I, going back to the ideal client, I would prefer to have the client that's looking for more engagement on social media versus the client that's looking for more followers on social media. Um, So that, you know, so that is, you know, some goals and, you know, and so engagement is the, how much are people connecting with you? You can get those followers, you can buy followers. That means absolutely nothing. Um, But if they're connecting with you and engaging with you and talking to you and commenting and sharing and supporting you as a result of being a part of your community, the net speaks volumes and I would prefer to work with that type of client. And so, um, so that's one, that's a goal. Um, for example, some clients may want media exposure. They may say, I have a dream of being on good morning America or something local like, um, windy city live, um, which is now, you know, windy city weekend. Mm. So Mm. something like that, or just ABC, your local ABC or NBC affiliate, Um, Some people may come to me and they just want their goal is I'm trying to create a video and this I'm having a hard time 
coming up with what that looks like visually. So I will work with that client to visually lay out what the concept is of that video. Um, I have another client where this weekend I have to give him feedback on his upcoming album. Um, So it's different um, for every client. And I know that, you know, especially in the arts, visibility, getting an audience, that's so important. So the people who are coming to you, do you get a range of uh, people with levels of followers? So like, are you getting people with 10 followers on Instagram and people who have a million followers? Is it broad or are you focusing more for people who are just starting out? Um, I wouldn't say I'm working with those in the millions. However, I do work with some corporate brands. So I, I want to say that I have worked with artists and I do work with small businesses. I work with some nonprofits as well. Um, and I do work with other aid, like other larger agencies on bigger corporate clients. Um, so it, it, um, it, it, it varies to be honest with you. Mm. Um, and it just depends on, I, and so when a customer, when a client comes to me, I have them go through an exploratory call and through that exploratory call, I really like listen to what it is that they're trying to accomplish. And I think about, okay, what, what are your goals? What are you trying to do? And I am, I able to phys- feasibly uh, help you accomplish those goals and de- depending on where you are. So someone can come into the door and they can have 10 followers and they can be a brand new startup and and but if their goal is I just want to get up to 100 followers on social media, I want two, you know, media placements, I want to do a couple of speaking engagements, I want to do some, then that's like, okay, I can work with you. But if a person with 10 followers comes in, it's like, I want to be on Good Morning America, that might be a little bit of a stretch. But if a client comes in, and they already had some traction, and they're, and they've been doing a lot of things before me, and it's like, and they're like, okay, this is all the things that were done. We're ready to level up. We're, we're ready to go on Good Morning America for the Today Show. Then I can say, okay, that's possible. So it depends on where someone is in their journey. Mm-hmm. I will say personally, I, I, I like the, I like the mid startup. So I noticed that like when you're like a brand new startup, I, it's like, it's harder because it's like, okay, this is like your business is your baby, right? This Mm -hmm. is your baby. It's your pride and joy. And you want everyone to look at your baby. Like it's the most beautiful baby in the whole entire world. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately that's not the case because there's a million babies out there and everybody, I mean, they may look at your baby like, oh, that's great. We applaud you. Congratulations. And then they keep going. So it's not about, so it's like, it's like getting people to understand or clients understand that you have to build a foundation and grow from that um, to really get to where you're trying to be. It's not, it's not as cut and dry as you would like it to be. Sometimes it isn't, but oftentimes it's not. Um, So it's like, okay, I have this brand new baby and I want this baby to go to Harvard, let's say, you know, it's like your baby's not going to be at Harvard in two, three years, but through growth and development and with the right, you know, with the right, whatever, you can get it to this Harvard level status, right? So I'm using Harvard as a metaphor, right? Or, you know, or I just like, I just want to, maybe it's not Harvard, I just want the child to college, right? So it's like, what does that look like? So 
I hope I'm making sense because I feel like I'm rambling a little bit. No, no, I'm totally following what you're saying. Um, and I think uh, your business is so cool because you're not just working with one type of artist. You know, it's not just musicians or it's not just videographers. Uh, going through your website, you see there's such a broad spectrum of people that you can help. And so for you, that must keep things so interesting and so fun. It does. Um, it does in a lot of different ways. It keeps me on my toes. <laughs> Um, it keeps me somewhat cool, especially <laughs> with my nieces and nephew, um, by having, you know, my um, finger on the pulse of what's going on in today's culture um, and being able to not just have my finger on the pulse, but being able to help influence it and tell the stories um, that's going on in today's culture. Like, I think one of the most invigorating things is like when you see other people talking about something that at one point they weren't talking about before or was under the radar or, you know, just getting it to a level where it wasn't before. Um, and that's pretty awesome. Mm -hmm. So I, I'm curious about this. Uh, I know it, for Google, uh, you can pay to get more views. Like on YouTube, you can promote your video. On TikTok, you can promote your video. Um, are, do you recommend that? to artists when they publish content or are you looking yes. at other ways? Yes, you do. I do. But I recommend, I, re I definitely recommend a integrated marketing approach. So yes, like if you're paying, well, it, and it depends on how you're paying. So if you're doing like paid ads and promotions, absolutely. You want to be able to have some ways that you can be, you can guarantee that you're going to, you can reach a new audience um, and have your eyes on, um, ha have your brand on eyes that have never seen you before. And it's like a commercial. Like when you look at a commercial, you, you, you look at it, you see it and it's like, and you remember it and you see it over and over and over again. And maybe even if you can't invest in that particular brand or product or service at the moment that you see it by seeing it over and over and over again through commercials, you remember it when it's time for you to get something. So for example, um, you know, I'm, I'm in Chicago and that 588-2300 Empire, like that, that, that phone mm. number is embedded in my memory forever. Yeah. You know, yeah. so if I was looking for carpet and I may, I may or may not go to Empire, but it is, I know I can call 588-2300 to get Empire. So there's definitely value in doing some form of advertising on YouTube um, and Instagram and Facebook and things like that. Um, do me do measure your do weigh in your expectations, right? Mm. So what I've noticed, like I had one client tell me that she can get more sales by doing promotions on Google, which makes more sense because on Google, if you type in something, you're probably looking for it to buy. When you do ads on like Facebook and Instagram and things like that, it's more of a visibility standpoint. So people may not instantly buy on Facebook or Instagram right away unless you're doing a whole lot of marketing and, you know, you're putting a lot of dollars in that for them to see that. Um, but I've noticed like if you're doing a promotion or something like that, or you have like a free event that people can register and sign up for, Facebook and Instagram ads are good for that, especially as an artist too. Like if you have a video, a music video and you put some promotion behind it and that video pops up in someone's ad, even though they may be watching another YouTube video, if your video comes up in the ad and it sounds good, 
they may keep watching it and listening to it because you caught their attention when otherwise they may not have seen you. So yes, I do agree that paid promotions is important and you tie that in. You you should have everyone should have a 360 approach. You should have some paid promotions, you should be doing some um sales initiatives, you should be doing some public relations initiatives, like you should you should be um actively on social media. And I think that's the one thing that's you know goes back into making sure you level set your goals. Cause I think a lot of times when a, a, a company is a small business or a fresh new small business, as I should say, they're trying to operate as if they're this, you know, like another company that has a, a huge investment and can invest in all of these different areas. And sometimes you can't do that uh, with the limited budget and you're new. And so I'm very honest with my clients. Like I, if I, they, I've, I've turned clients away because I'm like, look, what you're trying to do and where you're trying to go, the money that you can invest in me I think you would get more traction if you did some paid promotions. Um, And then at some point you do grow past that and you do do some paid promotions and you do some public relations initiatives and you do some social media and you do some um, sales, you know, sales things and things like that. So you have to grow and see what is important to you right now. Somebody may be like, I just need people to just know who I am. Like, I love the client that says, I want to be in media to give me credibility. That's the ideal client. When a client is like, I want to be in media because they think that's going to equal sales. That's a red flag for me because that doesn't happen all the times. Like it, a person has to hear a brand or hear a name or hear a company at least seven times before they commit to trying to invest in it or at least mm-hmm. remember it. Um, of course, if you do events and things like that and you have them on the spot, you know, you have a better chance because they have that engagement factor. But a, a person has to at least hear your brand seven times before they even remember it. Wow. I did not know that. That's 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 a very interesting statistic, but it makes sense. You know, when you hear it the first time, you're like, oh, you know, whatever. I don't know what this is. But the more you hear it, the more ingrained it becomes. And then soon you recognize it. And I guess seven times is the magic number. Right. So if you're doing a combination of paid advertising, public relations initiatives, you know, all sorts of marketing, then you're increasing the opportunity for that person to hear your name at least seven times. Right. So from your agency, uh, do you want to share your biggest success story with us? Hmm. What is my biggest success story? I have. Hold on. Let me think. I know it's a big question. It's a loaded question. Okay, I I don't have a big success story. What what? Well, this is what I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you a memorable moment. You know, one of my most memorable moments. Nice. So, okay. I work with an agency um, called Burrell Communications from time to time, and they do some things with um, McDonald's. And through that, I've helped them with the all-star, um, some all-star PR management that they were doing during all-star weekend when the NBA all-star was here in Chicago. Um, so during that time, we did some things with Magic Johnson while he was in town. And I remember he just made jokes about how short I was, which <laughs> I'm, which is, you know, really funny because he's really, really tall and I'm really, really short. So to see the two of us next to each other is like, 
very obvious. Mm-hmm. Um, but <laughs> like, I just like, there's pictures of him like pointing at me, you know, just, it, it was in like, it was in good fun, mm-hmm. but of him teasing me about how short I am. Um, <laughs> so that was, that was super cool. Um, and he was just like a really great guy. Like, I think the funny thing about it, what I will say is be, working in the industry that I work in, I've had the opportunity to meet a lot of celebrities and some are super cool and some are not super cool. And <laughs> I, and one of the things that I noticed about Magic Johnson was that he was super cool, mega successful, you know, has like this amazing career um, that he's developed both in NBA and beyond the NBA as an entrepreneur as well. And just very humble and down to earth, like talking to him is like talking to your uncle at a Thanksgiving dinner. Right. And so, and it was just amazing to me because I'm, it, it, it made an impression on me because I'm like, if someone like Magic Johnson can be super cool and down to earth and very personable, there's no reason why anyone else to try to treat someone else like they're less than. Right. Um, and so I've, I've, I've kind of carried that with me as far as like always knowing your value because people that are really remarkable value people regardless of where they are in their life. Right. Well, Vanessa, you have been a wonderful guest today. And for any artists who are listening right now, how can they learn more about Agency Abron or contact you for maybe scheduling a consultation? Well, I highly recommend going to my website, agencyabron.com. That's A-G-E-N-C-Y-A-B-R-O-N.com. And I really highly recommend that because I want to make sure that you look at the website and make sure that um, it resonates with you. I really worked really hard to make sure that the website spoke to the ideal client. So if you're the ideal client and you go to that website and it speaks to you, please reach out. Some people go to the website and they don't get it. And that's what it's supposed to do as well. So if it goes, if, if it speaks to you, please go to the contact uh, form on the agencyabron.com website and set up a consultation with me. Or you can email me directly at newclient at agencyabron.com. Awesome. Well, Vanessa, thank you again so much for being our guest today on Chicago Business Radio. Thank you. And thank to all of you for listening, and we will see you next time. This episode of Chicago Business Radio has been brought to you by FirmSpace, your private sanctuary for productivity and growth. To learn more, go to firmspace.com.